0: Sick people are actually people that have experienced or are going through some kind of trauma. I think a lot of us are hearing more, but we're not truly accepting the reality or the truth, which is that when you go through emotional trauma, doesn't even have to be physical, your brain instantaneously changes. The structure of the brain changes, which means the functionality of the brain changes, which means... Your mental health is going to be impacted and affected right so today i want to talk about how specific ancestral karma impacts the brain and what this has to do with your mental health so satnam and welcome everyone satnam kenya how are you beautiful love welcome everyone to today's podcast episode of the sovereign woman movement podcast such an honor to be here with all of you today And today I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite subject matters, which when I started to do a lot of uh, research on and I started to actually go myself to Kundalini Yoga therapist training, I started to understand how important my inner work was not only to the demands of what this time and age of the technology age are all about, but it also having to do with my healing journey and with a lot of the things that I had to deal with that conventional pharmaceutical medicine really does not help in addressing. And so this is one of my favorite subject matters that I absolutely love to talk about. So today we're gonna go deep into it so that we can also understand How important it is as it relates to our mental health, ladies, because you know, some of the things that I'll be sharing with you today are some of these crazy like statistics of how like 70% of humans in the United States of America are on some type of pharmaceutical. And the number one pharmaceutical being an antidepressant that gets written left and right. And if this is something that you are using to cope with mental health, I'm not playing down on it i'm just today's discussion is about how why we don't when we don't get to the root cause how the brain is impacted through that and why this these patterns of mental health continue not only with ourselves but with our daughters with our sons and with their children and this month is a perfect month to start to talk about all of this because October is going to be really, really a lot of fast forward moving action. And one of the reasons why people are suffering with so much of their mental health is because of the technology age and the information consumption. Whether you've had childhood traumas that you can remember or not, or whether you remember or are connected to your ancestral wounds as well, The truth is, is that living in the age of Aquarius, your brain, which is like a computer, is processing more information, consuming information, you're scrolling. That's what consumption of information is. That is like a computer that is a a processor that is constantly on. It's like you consume more in one day than your ancestors consumed in their entire lifetime just 80 years ago. And so people are really, it's not a surprise that people are suffering so much with their mental health. Our brains are deteriorating, whether that's because of the traumas we've been through or because of the consumption of information and the demands of today's day and age. And in either case, what that's creating is some really severe mental health issues, anxiety, depression, even in the younger generations. I mean, it's its very sad to also hear that young kids are on not just one uh, antidepressant or pharmaceutical, but on many. there was an article recently that Dr. Gabor Mate, he's my absolutely favorite trauma doctor, human being, really understands the spirit, the human as a human body, mind, spirit, and understands that ill individuals, physically ill individuals are traumatized individuals. In fact, he was talking about how even today's physician doctors right and doctors in general like how how their personalities are usually they themselves are people that are traumatized and have not been taught about trauma and they go and they become doctors to to get this uh, basically like recognition because they're trying to gain approval from the traumas that they've been through themselves and if it's somebody who's traumatized, who's trying to help someone else with trauma, or that is traumatized, but not addressing the trauma, they're just addressing symptoms. And it's like giving someone a bandaid and basically saying, well, let's just hope and pray that, you know, it'll go away on its own, or that the placebo effect of the belief that of what you're taking is going to change. And we're doing this more and more to children. And Dr. Gabor Mate, another thing that he was talking about was how there was a recent article with a, a young child, 10 years old, who was on like three different pharmaceuticals already. And that's what's crazy. The statistics is like 50% of, or 70% of, of the United States of America is on some kind of uh, pharmaceutical, 50% is on at least two. And, and we trust the, the doctors so much, but we don't realize that there's so much. New evidence and information that speaks to how, when we don't address our trauma and our our mental health as it relates to emotions, that these illnesses will continue and continue and continue. And so that's why I'm so passionate about this, because it makes a lot of sense to me as The work that I do with women, how the brain actually does heal from these experiences and how we can incorporate preventive medicine so that we don't have a collapse of the nervous system, which ultimately is related to a brain that is overworked or that is not functioning correctly because of the uh, karma that we carry. So let's talk a little bit about how first this ancestral karma is passed down intergenerationally, how it impacts the brain and how how to actually deal with it, how to actually heal it and use tools to bring the healing fully to the root cause, which is the instability of the brain. And like I said, you know, this month I, sh- I shared in my newsletter, which you should definitely sign up for if you haven't signed up for, I send it out every single Monday Every week, and it gives you uh, an energy update of like what to expect astrologically. And uh, the month of October, I think many people have shared with me how the month of October is always really like chaotic and can get can feel really like, uh, like they're not grounded during this month. And we have to really understand that, um, the month of October brings forth the opening of eclipse season which if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll have like a complete overview of what are the major like astrological transits of the entire month of, of October. And see for me, like the, it, it, this science, astrology is like the oldest science of ever, ever. And so using it with my meditation, with my sadhana, with uh, the classes that I teach, using it to make really big decisions in my life, understanding my astrological chart and what's happening in the astros really helps me so much in in, uh, preparing for success and not preparing for for failure because if we don't prepare for success, then what are we preparing for? And so this month of October, like I was sharing a little bit with the astrology, you know, we have this uh, eclipse season that starts on October 25th with a really potent and uh, full moon eclipse in Scorpio. And it, it, these full moon eclipses, the reason why they're so potent and eclipses in general is so is because the energy is very sporadic. So you might think you're going this way, which a lot of us did do that and we rebirth it during the equinox. I talked a lot about this last month, how it was a self-initiation into a whole new way we relate to the world and to life. And now here we are with these, in, this incredible awareness about what our destiny and Dharma are what we're here to do. And we need to be really careful about the self-sabotage mechanisms, our old thought systems that come through that pull us back into that old programming of I'm not good enough or Am I worthy self-sabotage because we don't have the energy, the chi, the vitality to actually sustain the frequency of our dream. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I was sharing with you all in my newsletter is like, it's not enough. I think people don't really understand the manifestation process. They, they set intentions, right? And they visualize. And if you have a stable nervous system, you can sustain the visualization, right? But it's not enough to just like visualize and tend and even manifest it. Like once you have manifested whatever you're manifesting, the healing, the relationship, the money, you have to also learn to sustain the frequency. Like what that means is how do I continue to expand my mind and unload the programming of the old self that kept me in that old life right and and astrologically that's what's happening right now it's almost like we have like the supportive energy of like move forward because we have planets that are going to be going direct this month we just had mercury go direct on the second on sunday mercury can cause a lot of chaos in our life and can put a lot of projects on standstill and now that it's gone direct we have pluto going direct which is the god of the underworld your shadows your ego so it went deep into the subconscious to reveal to you not how you're being victimized by others but how you're victimizing yourself so as this planet goes direct right before the full moon this week on sunday in aries we have like this incredible opportunity to get these ahas the clarity the 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 awareness of how we can make peace with our past in order for the initiation, the self initiation we went through in the equinox, to truly manifest itself and and to manifest in a way that is an ease and flow, not with your old patterns. There's a really rebellious energy in the in the collective energy in the collective consciousness right now. Of is I'm going to do it my way, and I don't care what you say. That's because of Uranus. That's really rebellious and saying to us during this time you know what? I'm not going to follow the rules. I'm just going to do it my way. But at the same time, we have this other energy of Saturn that I was explaining to you all also in my newsletter that is saying, you got to like, also look at your foundation. And some of these rules actually have helped you a lot. Like don't throw the whole baby out the window, right? Or however that saying goes, like, how can you use the wisdom of the past, not the pain, the wisdom of the past, In your new life, and how can you also work with this futuristic self? that knows its worth, that knows her worth, that is unapologetically confident, that is literally stepping into a brand new bloodline, because that's what it feels like. And that's how, especially the women in my community, it's like a a rebirth that they haven't experienced for many lifetimes. Like we talk about what we're going through and it's like, wow, like I I, I didn't realize how strong I was and how aware and conscious I was. It's like, really crazy things are happening big cycles are closing people are dying in my life you know like my elders they're turning into ancestors and all of it is happening at the same time yet i haven't felt as strong as emotionally intelligent i haven't learned so many lessons I'm learning today. And that all goes back to the fact that they have a stable nervous system and a daily practice to keep them in these higher frequencies of emotions, of gratitude, of awareness, of, of, of neutrality versus reactivity. Because that's what happens when in these times, ladies, we, we, we don't have the preventive medicine of inner work that's what meditation is to me of stabilizing the nervous system of bringing oxygen to the brain to the processor we we will have more anxiety we will have what is known as cold depression which you all know that if we talk a lot about in this community and it's prevented by bringing these holistic tools like meditation like kundalini yoga which brings oxygen to the brain which with with specific sound frequencies you can change these patterns of thoughts which then will then allow you to be in these higher frequency states of of awareness of consciousness, like gratitude or love or compassion, which is an actual science. So this month is is very important, very, very important. We're working on the neutral mind all month in my community, in my membership community. And the reason we focus on a specific aspect of our energy every month is so that it's it's aligned with what's happening astrologically, but also so that it's more impactful. Because that's the whole process of healing, it's repetition, and and it's introduction of new sounds and of this repetition in order to destroy or disrupt patterns of not just this lifetime, like we're talking about many lifetimes and ancestrally, which is actually your DNA. So uh, astrologically, October is going to be very fast moving forward energy. Check out the newsletter, like I said, Barraganayam.com forward slash disruptor. There's a link in my bio as well. Sign up for the newsletter. Not only do I give you the energy update, but you actually get a meditation with the astrological update every week to use for the week to help you with whatever is going on or going down. And this today, actually, we're going to be talking about that meditation that I actually shared in that newsletter as well. So the brain, so now that we know that the brain physically becomes deteriorated, it is impacted through trauma. And this is proven through science, right? We know uh, that a 10-year-old that perhaps never has gone through physical abuse, but went through some serious emotional abuse, neglect, abandonment. If we scan their brain, their brain looks like a 90-year-old you know not vibrant red with the vessels of the blood moving and flowing like instead it looks like a a dried up prune and 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 uh, all because of emotions which are energy and motion and these emotions physically start to impact the brain now as the brain starts to dry up and it receives less oxygen the reason that happens is because these emotions are out of control we're not aware of them we don't have tools to process them so they start to actually create these um, fragility in the brain where the glands stop working. And truly what addiction is, I mean, if you think about addiction physically or biophysically or scientifically, it really is where the pineal gland and the pituitary gland does not function. They don't, they're not talking to each other, Right. So the reason that is, is because emotions are running the show and basically there's no oxygen coming into the brain. So the glands are not secreting really good chemicals into the body. In fact, they're secreting chemicals that are making us sick, that are making us ill. This is why Dr. Gabor says people that are physically ill, they're traumatized. And if we deal with the trauma and the emotions that are being perpetrated because of the trauma, and this could be trauma that you've been through not just right now, many, many, uh, maybe as a child or ancestrally, how this is passed down to us because everything is energy. Everything is a frequency, right? Emotions are energy in motion. So how this is passed down to us, and I've explained to uh, about this before, is basically your ancestors, their coping mechanisms. So if they experienced a trauma, the trauma was imprinted into their DNA into their body into their mind and spirit through sound the way they process that trauma if they didn't have the coping mechanisms if they didn't have if they were not seen and acknowledged if they were not given some type of therapy to work through the trauma more than likely they suppressed the emotion what is depression depression is a suppression of emotions that's what it really is and so because they suppress the emotion this became a pattern in the DNA. Then when you were born, that pattern was then passed down to you, making you more predisposed to this particular behavior. So it's not necessarily that you are born with the fractured brain because of what your ancestors went through. It could be that, right? Absolutely, that does happen. In fact, when you were in the womb, whatever your mom was going through impacted you. So yeah, emotional trauma can start to deteriorate the brain, even at the level of the womb, right? But at a, at a deeper level, even this it, growing up, right, this impacts you. So like zero to seven years old, your brain is, is like a sponge. It's a data stage. It's, it's literally being hypnotized into everything. And if there's a lot of emotional trauma, or there's a lot of inconsistency in your upbringing, then what happens is that the body then starts to become addicted to the cortisol hormone, which is released through stress. And this cortisol hormone is released from the glandular system of the brain, of the body, because it's not functioning correctly. Basically when we are addicted to cortisol, what the brain is doing is that there's especially a gland that looks like a little uh, almond, and this gland is like, is known as the amygdala. And when you go through trauma, emotional, physical, sexual, verbal, this gland stops working. And if it's not healed and there's no pharmaceutical out there to heal it, there's no pill. If it's not healed, then even though it's not in, even though you're not in a traumatic situation, the body believes you are in it, or it's constantly telling you fight and flight, run away, run away. So that's what we run away too. We run away from our bodies, numbing ourselves through food, addictions to alcohol, all these different things that we do, right? And and the thing about it is that many of us don't remember like our traumas and it's not that you have to even remember them because in order to really be able to heal something like that and to be able to talk about a very deeply rooted trauma, you really need a professional and someone to be able to hold space for you in that but it's not really about even remembering them. I mean, you are playing them out as an adult. So like, don't worry about even remembering them. But the beauty about the inner work that you do is that it does bring you back memories or it shows up somewhere in the body as an ailment or as a pain, which then you have the tools, which we're going to talk about next to then address that. So you might not know specifically that it was this thing that happened to you when you were three years old, but it might be showing up as a something going on with your liver or something going on with your heart or something going on with your immune system. That's like really big right now. Even like younger children, younger children are having issues, really big issues with immune system uh, or, or immunity diseases. And our immune system, it's, it's like not hard to understand what our immune system, the way to keep our immune system healthy is our emotions. Our emotions physically or actually deteriorate your immune system. So like when you talk about illnesses in the world, when you give people medicine and you give them pills, why are we not addressing the emotions? Because the emotions are what is creating a weak immune system. So like all this fear mongering, if you're someone that is sensitive. I mean, people that are traumatized, what's really being passed down to us from our ancestors is our sensitivity, our sensitivity, because we haven't dealt with the emotions. And and these emotions, when we don't do the work to process them, to sit with them, we can't heal what we don't feel, then they weaken our immune system. And we get sick we talked a little bit about this a couple weeks ago with whatever what the aura is right which is our electromagnetic field that protects us and it stays healthy and cleansed when we are living in high vibrational emotions like gratitude like compassion now it doesn't mean that the other emotions are bad like fear or or anger it's just that we haven't been taught how to work with them how to process them how to use them for creation instead of destruction so then our immune system weakens and now we have young children that are dealing with really heavy diseases that relates to the immune system and this worst part is that their emotions are not being dealt with we're still not addressing the root cause and that's how it keeps getting passed down to the next generation and to the next generation and to the next generation. And ultimately, we're not dealing with the issue of the brain. We're not actually addressing the deterioration that also occurs with the physical deterioration that occurs because of the consumption of information or because of the traumas that we've been through. So, how do we heal the brain? How do we actually address the root cause of why? where our mental health is in a really bad state, why we have depression, why we have anxiety, like our grandmother and our great grandmother why we're repeating the same patterns of toxic relationships, why we can't level up in our success in our businesses. Like, why do we always hit these prosperity plateaus? Because all of that is ancestral karma that keeps being repeated. And all of it, if we don't address the brain, will continue to repeat itself. So the way we actually address the brain is like I've spoken about before, trauma, abuse, emotional abuse is all imprinted through sound into your DNA. And it it is you being projected out into the world. How? Well, it's your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, right? That's your frequency that is then being projected out into the world that is then creating this reality, right? And so the brain p- plays a big part in the emotions, how we process them. And it really is a processing system. It's like think of it as a computer that then interacts with the sound, which is your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, or your experiences, which then processes those experiences. When we don't have a when we have a brain that isn't hasn't been healed, if you've been through any type of trauma or shock. Remember what I said, the glandular system is not working correctly, right? So your hippocampus, your amygdala, your pineal gland, your pituitary gland, they're not functioning. So they're secreting glands that are making you ill. And they're also basically not aware, not helping you become aware of the thoughts and feelings and emotions you are having. And you're kind of like just on a robotic clock, right? So what we have to do is we have to actually introduce a new sound frequency right? So one of the things I want to share with you is the science behind chanting a sacred sound frequency. And and the science behind it has everything to do with the brain. And it has everything to do with what aspects of the brain are impacted directly so that we can not only disrupt the patterns of thoughts that have been engraved in us and programming us from our ancestors that don't serve us anymore, but that also start to allow us to heal a deteriorated brain that has because of trauma and you see what happens with sound frequency is like I've talked about many times there's nothing more powerful than your own voice for healing and the reason that is is because mantra say this sound frequency kundalini yoga is ancient it's 5,000 years old it comes even before religion right so these are this is not a language it's an actual science of sound a sound that when you chant it or used by people like you and I in meditation creates a specific result. And it actually creates a specific result, not only spiritually, but more importantly, also physically and in the brain. So when you start to chant specific mantra, it's a higher frequency than an affirmation, perhaps. Like affirmations are cool. We talked about that in last week, but, you know, they're, they're, they're English language and they're, there's no science behind that. They're basically used to communicate. And actually we've talked about how the English language really was used to to cover up a lot of deeper rooted meanings. And this is why even our brother, Jesus Christ spoke in, in parables, right? With mantra, these sound frequencies are of higher frequency. They're creating a specific result in the brain because of the way they're chanted and the way that the tongue, number one, hits the upper palate of your mouth. Now, when your tongue hits the upper palate of your mouth in the specific sound frequency, so for example, satanama, that's a very important uh, sound frequency that we use in Kundalini Yoga. That sound frequency is the meditation that I share with you all this week in my newsletter, which actually helps you overcome and heal post-traumatic stress and uh, PTSD. PTSD is, is a basically instability in the brain and, and, and dysfunction of the glandular system. So what happens when you start to chant these sound frequencies? There's an area of the brain, hippocampus, that starts to actually light up and it starts to create a signal. So it's almost like you're going to the gym, but not for your body, your physical body. You're going to the gym for your brain and for your actual, the inner world, which is the most important thing in the world, right? So there starts to become a signal that starts to impact that area, that specific area of the brain. Then that area of the brain starts to then signal the pineal gland and the pituitary gland that remember has been on a constant pattern of thoughts, feelings, and emotions that have been engraved in your DNA from your ancestors or from your trauma. The trauma that you've been through as a child, as an adult, is whatever, right? So instead of that, because your subconscious mind is so powerful, 95% of the day you are on the subconscious pattern. Instead of that pattern, you're disrupting the pattern with your own voice by introducing this new sound frequency, which is then lighting up the hippocampus Lighting up the pineal gland, lighting out the pituitary tit- gland, these start to talk to each other, and instead of secreting bad chemicals into your body, which is what it was doing before because you didn't haven't meditated, you haven't introduced these sound frequencies to start to light up the brain. Your tongue, as it's hitting the palate of your upper mouth, is also lighting up the brain, and it's creating oxygen into the system where it usually doesn't create oxygen. Remember. A beautiful brain should be vibrant and red with a lot of oxygen in it, right? Versus a brain that doesn't get meditation and that's constantly just processing information and that hasn't dealt with their traumas, which looks like a prune, a prune, you know, dried up and just like a, a a fruit that is literally rotting inside of the pantry. And so as you start to chant, these glands start to secrete these really beautiful chemicals. And these chemicals start to connect and they start to secrete into the body. The brain is connected to the spinal cord. You are only as young as you or as your spine is flexible. And a yogi is not one that is flexible. A yogi is one that it can live in the neutral mind. If you can live in the neutral mind, you can do anything with your body, anything with you. The body follows, Right. So it's the mind, right? So as you start to secrete these chemicals into your body, the nervous system starts to stabilize because the spinal cord or the spinal cord actually starts to secrete also these really beautiful fluids. So it's like it's getting a nice massage of these good chemicals instead of the bad chemicals, the cortisol, the stress hormone that you usually get because you didn't take the time to bring oxygen to the brain. So then it starts to stabilize the nervous system, which is ultimately what? Consciousness, mindfulness, the ability to be present, to expand your perception, emotional intelligence. That's what that really is. And you continue this and you start to introduce these new sound frequencies so that you can interrupt those patterns of the subconscious programming, which are all these ancestral traumas, abuse, things that have been tucked under the rug, things that we don't wanna address or deal with that would need to be acknowledged, right? In order for us to actually begin our healing journey. And all ultimately what this does for us is that it creates a really agile, vital or a brain that's really vital, meaning our neurons are working. There's, there's velocity instead of stagnation in the neurons. We are able to process information also a lot quicker. When we do this healing journey, you know, Jogi Bhajan, the tantric master who brought Kundalini Yoga from the East to the West, he said that all of us need to, should be making decisions in nine seconds or less on everything in our lives. Most of us don't do that. Why? Because we don't have a stable nervous system and our brain is not functioning because we're on an ancestral karmic pattern of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, or here's the abuse that happened that hasn't been healed or processed, Right. So of course we can't make decisions in nine seconds. Then if we do make a decision, we doubt ourselves. We second guess ourselves. Why? Because again, the nervous system is not functioning. And that of course relates to the brain. Your brain is not functioning. And this is why when we take pharmaceuticals or we take these shortcuts, they're not getting to the root cause. And because they're not addressing the root cause, they're creating more problems down the line. So it doesn't surprise me, you know, that when Dr. Gabor Maté shared that statistics, a statistic of 50% of the population in the United States is on at least two medications. Well, of course that makes sense because the first medication is not going to work. And so we have got to give you another one. Why? Because it's obviously not addressing what really is the problem, which is the functionality of your brain because of the trauma and also the functionality of your nervous system because of the trauma or because of whatever is going on in your life the stress which is ultimately putting so much pressure that you're on cortisol which is ultimately going to take you to a collapse of the nervous system i mean it makes completely sense not only in a scientific way but also in a spiritual way where as you start to stabilize the nervous system and heal the brain You also can expand your consciousness and be incredibly emotionally intelligent, super hyper aware of decision making, agility to be able to sustain the frequency of your manifestations, right? To not go back to those old programs, to not go back to those old ways of living, because ultimately what's making us sick is a culture and a society that the normal is actually absolutely not good for our health. That's one of the things that Dr. Gabor Mate also he's talking about in his new book, um, The New Normal, which is really, really how this culture of society is actually uh, it, it, its its standards or, or or its ideals is actually what is making us sick. And why we're sick is because we're responding to that, to a culture that really doesn't understand wholeness and well-being and that hasn't really accepted that in order to fully heal we have to address our past and that includes not just our inner child but our ancestral karma that does get passed down to us and that now in this age of aquarius we have the tools to disrupt these patterns i mean when i talk about disrupting these patterns i talk about not only in my life but in the life of my clients the disruption of patterns of addiction of abuse in relationships of sexual abuse of uh, physical abuse, of emotional abuse, of not feeling worthy, of hitting prosperity black, uh, plateaus because of the fact that they were not feeling worthy, of lack of forgiveness. Ultimately, healing is acceptance, but we can't accept if we don't heal our nervous system and if we don't heal ourselves. So these patterns, although they seem like they're very complicated and complex, They can not only be disrupted, but we can learn to live in Dharma because as you clear karma, as you become more conscious, you align with Dharma. Ultimately, these mantras that you're chanting, what's happening in my life and in the life of the women that I coach and mentor in the academy is you're no longer in the old pattern of your ancestors, of I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, of this pain that I feel for not being able to forgive my mother or my father, or my abuser, or whatever happened to you in your life, those emotions are blocking you from becoming centered and aligned with the cosmic universe that has a specific frequency. As you chant these sound frequencies, not only are you healing your brain, you're becoming grounded and centered in your truth, in who you are, right? And that is dharma. It's not change. Healing is not changing. Healing is accepting. And it's being who you are fully. And to do that, you got to get to know yourself. You got to have a practice that makes you self aware so that you can accept all of you. You can use these sound frequencies to put you back into alignment with your heart, with self awareness, so that you can align with purpose and not this continued pattern of whatever the ancestor story has been for such a long time. So, in this time and age, we have the tools and we absolutely have the ability to heal and to transcend and to uncoil potentials within us that our ancestors never were not, not only did not have the opportunity, but they didn't even have the awareness to be able to do this. So these are exciting time, ladies. I hope that you are really, really seeing the opportunity and you're really integrating these practices, because that's the most important thing. If I look at really successful people including Dr. Gabor Mate, who's my absolute favorite doctor in the world. Like there's a pattern with them. You know, they've been through a lot. They, I mean, he's been through, Dr. Gabor Mate is a Holocaust baby. So he went through the Holocaust. His mother had to give him to a complete stranger as a baby to save his life. I think all of us have stories like that. You know, I was growing up, my mom had left me with my grandmother so that she could go work in the United States of America. And I had to stay with my grandmother. And not like my my grandmother mistreated me, but it doesn't matter. Like if your mom was not there, whether she was conscious about it or not, we start to create these abandonment wounds and these abandonment patterns. But this is not the only lifetime that we've been through that. You know, like these wounds go deep into patterns from past lives and from ancestors that have not been able to heal that. And as you start to become aware of that stuff, like I did in my life through a lot of the inner work that I had to do, you become really empowered through the awareness that you can also disrupt these patterns through the inner work, that you can bring cohesiveness and wholeness so that not only you can live a more beautiful life so that you also don't pass this down to your children. Because I can tell you that if you are resisting something or there's a blockage in one area of your life, you ignoring it is not going to help. And it's going to not only not help, but it's bleeding onto other places of your life. It is not normal to say I'm really successful in business, but I'm struggling tremendously in my health or I'm struggling tremendously in my, uh, in my relationships, my personal relationships as a sovereign being, as a sovereign woman, what is normal is for us to be whole and complete in all areas of our life to be successful in business in our physical health, emotional health, our spiritual health, and to be successful in our personal relationships. That is the new truth and the new reality. And we have the tools to not only do this, ladies, but to also lead the way in pioneering in how we show up for ourselves and for this our generations to come. And I keep saying this to so many of us, and especially in our community, because I'm telling you like, wow, the level up is real. But the truth is, is that we have so much opportunity to actually do so much. And that really makes me come alive. Like To think that I have an opportunity to say, be, and do the things that my ancestors couldn't is what makes me really come alive every single day. So if you're interested in finding out more about ancestral karmic work, I highly, highly recommend that you check out my masterclass. In this masterclass, I actually take you through, it's about an hour long, so uh, grab some Tea, some coffee, whatever floats your boat and, and uh, grab a quiet place where you're not going to be bothered and, and sign up for one of these classes. You know, there's a time that you can pick that actually works best for you. And in the masterclass, I share with you what ancestral karma actually is my three-step SWC method and how to overcome disrupt these patterns and there's a lot more information in there as it relates to a lot of uh, what the results that also a lot of my clients have achieved as well so go check it out and if you have any questions you can actually ask me there in the master class you can click on the link in my bio veronica forward slash three-step framework or you can actually uh, click below here in on facebook if you're here on the podcast it's actually below on the notes as well And don't forget, ladies, we are just a few weeks away. Also, if you want to go dive deeper with me in person, actually a few weeks, I think we're only like 11 days or 10 days away. We still have space for the 10-14 through the 10-16 three-day Sovereign Woman immersion. This is in person happening in Phoenix, Arizona in a beautiful, gorgeous 360 view of the entire city of Phoenix, Camelback mountain home. Like this, this home is so gorgeous and so sacred. It sits right underneath the praying monk there in Camelback mountain. So you can only imagine the alchemy and the metamorphosis that we'll all be going through these uh, three day immersions. They came to me. They've been coming to me for a long time. And once I finally said, yes, it's like everything lined up, including the location the purpose of what we're going to be doing there, the, the, what we're going to be doing there for the three days. It was all like complete flow of what we're doing there. And, and this is for somebody who's really ready to go like deep in person and achieve that spiritual breakthrough. They need to truly level up into that next cycle of their life. We are going to be working with my SWC method during these three days of kundalini yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy so we can get clear about these patterns that are blocking you, that have blocked you, maybe not only in this lifetime, but perhaps even in other lifetimes. There will be also a beautiful cacao ceremony that I'm really excited to share with all of you um, as we initiate ourselves into this new cycle of our life. And we're also gonna be uh, integrating a, a womb healing ceremony as well as part of the retreat. It is going to be happening right before the eclipse, ladies, the 14th, 15th, and 16th. The eclipse happens the following week. So it's going to prepare you for the eclipse energy so that you can truly like eclipse out the things, the patterns, the addictions, the habits that have not worked for you that truly need to be eclipsed out in order for you to become that which you are manifesting. So it is intense. It's not all love and light. There will probably be a lot of emotions, but you will be guarded and protected and I will be there holding space. And also you will be able to experience just a beautiful process of alchemy and purification. You know, there's going to be high vibrational organic food the entire week. We're going to be waking up early very 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 early for early morning sadhana there's going to be a lot of meditation a lot of kundalini yoga some of you have asked me do i have to have experience with meditation or kundalini yoga not at all even if you've never meditated in your entire life you don't have to have that experience to join us what you do have to have is the willingness to do the work to get the results you're there to get which is to disrupt these ancestral karmic patterns once and for all so it is a very Karmic deep process. It will be something that absolutely changes your life forever. But I promise you that it is, even though it will be intense, it is going to be more than worth it. So we do have space for that. So to find out more about the three day immersion, you can go to veronicabarraganayam.com forward slash immersion, I M M E R S I O N. All the details are in there, FAQs, and then you can apply. I will get back to you so that we can talk about to see if it's a good fit for you. But again, this is happening October 14th through the 16th. So I'm already preparing for that myself. I've been uh, purifying. I'm starting a three-day fast, and I'm making my yogi tea. Check out my stories uh, to find out more about this very beautiful uh, life. Also, altering yogi tea that helps you purify. But I'm getting ready for this three-day immersion because my nervous system has to be fully ready and intact for all of that magic that's going to happen there but I am so looking forward to it ladies and it's going to be the only one for this year like I was sharing with you all there's going to be I'm going to be traveling so much one of the things I'm so looking forward to is heading back to Mexico a lot um, two times at least this the rest of this year and for me that it's very symbolic and it's very important because this was the year that that a lot of ancestral cycles were closed in my lineage. Myself and many of the community members in my or the women in my community were talking about this new bloodline that we've literally created. And one of the things that I that I set as an intention this year for myself was to go back to Mexico a lot and to go back to my roots and to go back to these specific places that mm-hmm. that I know I'm being called to to work with meditation, especially Kundalini yoga. And um, so I'm going to be traveling and going back there a lot. And I get to this year. I'm so excited, ladies. Like, this is a dream come true. I have been looking forward to this for all my life. And I can't believe it's happening this year. But at the end of the month, we're going back to San Miguel de Allende. And we're going back during El Día de los Muertos. And El Día de los Muertos in Mexico is like, it's like, if Christmas wasn't around, El Día de los Muertos would be like the number one celebrated Holiday in Mexico, and in San Miguel de Allende, where we're renewing our vows, our 25th wedding anniversary vows, we um, they they go all out with the celebration for the ancestors and everything that they do uh, to honor um, those that have passed and transitioned. So this, I'm telling you, I've always wanted to be there, and now it's happening coincidentally where we have to be there because of our vows renewal that is happening in December. During these three days, like I can't even like sleep, I am so excited. And I'm preparing for this big day. And it everything that is happening now, just shows me with more clarity, not only how important ancestral karma healing is, but how it was my purpose. And I knew it was my purpose for such a long time. And being able to be in these incredible experiences is only going to just bring it back home. More and more. So what I'm saying to you all is there's a lot of opportunities right now. God is speaking to us, God is shouting. And if you do the inner work and you connect with self, not only will you be disrupting patterns, but you'll be able to create a beautiful life for yourself and not join in on the collective, which there's going to be way more things that are going to be going down as we get as we close out this year with the collective. But we don't have to be herded like sheep sovereignty is being able to create your own trance and your own experience of life through healing your mind healing your nervous system and aligning with your dharmic purpose and not with those patterns of ancestors that no longer serve you so get excited ladies because i know i am and i can't even wait to see what else develops in the next coming weeks because i'm telling you there is so much opportunity for us this month to truly, truly be able to manifest and align with whatever God really ha- uh, incarnated us to do here in this world. So stay tuned with the, a lot of exciting things that will be uh, I'll be uh, uh, unveiling too for the rest of the month. I thank you all so much for your continued support and for being part of this community. And I thank you all for staying committed to the inner work. I know during these times, it can feel a little bit daunting, but yet- Understanding that not only are we worth it, but that there is so much beauty in being alive right now is going to take us far and it's going to help us in continued success in this thing that we call life. So thank you all so much for your beauty and your continued uh, being part of this community. I'll see you again next Tuesday as we continue to disrupt these ancestral patterns that no longer serve us so we can align with our Dharma and the patterns of our ancestors that actually are here be expanded upon. Have a blessed rest of your Tuesday and I'll see you soon.